Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I first want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for following and subscribing and rating and listening to this podcast. I'm on episode 43. It surprises me every single time I complete an- another episode. I'm like, oh, I'm really doing this. So thank you so much. I just wanted to show love to you. Also, this is the month of love. So happy early Valentine's Day. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today, you know, I'm all about self-love, but we're going to get a little deeper with it. We're going to have girl talk with a guest about how to please yourself and your partner in the bedroom. Yes, girls, we're taking it there. We'll get into it after this. are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. I've been watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts all about affirmations. I'm all about it. I do affirmations on every single episode. I want us to really think about what we're saying to ourselves and really be in alignment to what we really want and what we're manifesting in our lives, okay? So today's I am affirmation is I am am a giver. Repeat that to yourself. I am a giver. When we think about Valentine's Day, especially women, the fellas seem to think that we are all about getting what we want for that day, right? Oh, the girl always wants the flowers. She wants the card. She wants the teddy bear. She wants the chocolate. She wants to be taken out. And yeah, that's true. What's wrong with that? But we do have to realize it's a day of love. February is a month of love. Every day should be about love. So instead of thinking, oh, what is this person going to do for me? What is this person going to give me? How are they going to show their love for me? Just be a giver and give that same love in return. Okay, the the fellas deserve a little love as well for Valentine's Day and every day. Do something sweet. You know your partner. Do something nice for him as well. Don't be all about yourself. Be a giver. Give words of affirmation to other people in your life that you love. Send an, a nice text message just because. Give a gift just because. Give words of encouragement just because. It's just important for us to let the people know around us in our life how amazing they are to us, what qualities we love about them. Be a giver in your time. Be a giver. For Valentine's Day, give someone else some flowers and chocolate just because. Now, I'll be honest and open. I haven't seen someone. (laughs) It's still fresh and new, but I really like him. We're really connected. He's a great guy, and he is a giver, okay? It's to the point where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I need to apply myself more because he's really giving with his time, with uh, encouragement and support, and in so many ways, just an all-around nice guy. So, as you know, I'm also an actress. So, if I tell him one day, like, oh, yeah, book this role. He's like, okay, cool. Like, where are your lines? Let's read your lines together. Or, you know, let's get a camera and we're going to shoot some stuff. It's, like, just very giving. Especially, like, when you're in this industry, sometimes it's tough to meet a secure man and a man who's really going to support you. So, I definitely appreciate him. But I just really appreciate how giving he is with his resources, with his encouragement, with his uh, showing interest in me and all of the efforts. But in turn, I'm also wanting to be uh, more giving as well. It's like you want to reciprocate that. So in your situations, in your life, in your work relationships, even at work, when it comes to your job, be more proactive and do things before you're asked of it. Just be more giving. Give more to your friendships. Give more to your family. Spend that quality time. Phone call just because. Say, hey, girl, how you doing? You know, checking up on you, checking up on the kids or spend time with your your family. Do something that they love. Play games together. You know, watch a movie together. Whatever it is, give some of you. And it doesn't have to cost money. But since we are 
talking about love and we're talking about giving. Uh, we about to talk about giving. All right. This is a different type of episode. We're always talking about the heart and the spirit and the mind, but we got to get to this body and how we could give more love, more self-love to ourselves in the bedroom and to our partner in the bedroom. So we are about to get spicy and a little freaky with these tips. It's a little explicit, but it's all educational. All right. Hopefully you learn something new. All right. So remember the I am affirmation for today. I am a giver. And let's see how we can give more in the bedroom coming up next. All right, I'm super excited because on the line with me right now, ladies, now we know giving self-love and self-care tips and everything is pretty, you know, mental and spiritual, but it's also physical. And a lot of people are trying to work out and, and look good and whatnot. But what about feeling good sexually as well? So on the line with me, I have Auntie Angel. You might know her from, I, I know from Girls Trip, watching the movie. <laughs> and there was an infamous scene that included a grapefruit, a banana, and Tiffany Haddish doing everything with his grapefruit and banana. Auntie Angel, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, girl, when I first saw that scene, I was like, what is going on? And I still haven't tried it, although, you know, I might one day. I still haven't tried it yet, but we have to get, Mm -hmm. first of all, first question, how did that technique even, uh, how did you even think of doing that technique? Because I would think a grapefruit is pretty sour and it might hurt. And we saw in that scene where the actor, he did run out when Jada Pinkett tried to use the grapefruit on him. So how did that even come about? Okay, so first let's just say, for Girls Trip, it was a playoff of my technique because it was a comedy. Okay. So everything that I do is about safe sex, pleasure. Um, So they really just use my technique to make it funny. That's it. So that's not how you grapefruit your man. Okay. Okay, so actually, the grapefruit technique, I came up with that probably like in 97. I started my company in 04, and I have 58 different techniques. So the grapefruit technique is one of my palatial techniques, just one of 58. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it became so um, infamous is because it actually feels to a man as if he's getting sex and fellatio at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so it's impossible to make a person have those two feelings um, just with either, you know, your vagina or just your mouth. So right. the grapefruit kind of just came about because the, I think I'm a weird, I'm a weirdo <laughs> when it comes to sex because I get bored. Okay. And so I'm always trying something new. Yeah. So in my video that kind of went viral, it was like a world star hip hop and then it went viral all over the freaking world. Um, I actually teach what a condom so the, the purpose of the condom is so citrus juices will not get in his urethra. There you go. It's, you know, just real simple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the cold cutting, um, of course, represents her vagina. And then, of course, you're going to still be sucking. See, twist and sucking. And it just really took off because it wasn't nothing anyone had ever seen. Right. It was so different. And it was just, you know, and then grapefruit, pink grapefruit is actually a fat burner and it's actually sweet. Okay. If you get it the right season, the right time of year, <laughs> it's actually really, really good. She's losing weight while she's giving him a blowjob. So <laughs> it's kind of a win-win situation. I hear <laughs> you. you. Know? Yeah, you, but you want to make sure it's nice and warm. You know, you roll it to bust the juices open and you're grateful to your man, but it's best to do it while he's blindfolded. So, you and you know, he's anticipating what you're going to do. He has no idea. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and it just makes sex fun. One thing I've learned over the years is that once we're in a relationship, after the first year or two, we all get very comfortable. Right. Sex becomes routine. He's not chasing you anymore. You're not trying to put on all his little cute outfits because you got him. You mm-hmm. got him. He got you. And everybody get bored and comfortable. And sometimes people cheat just to bring back the excitement. Mm. My mindset is always do something different. If you got 58 different ways to give your man a blowjob, how can he ever get bored? Right. It's impossible. ways. You got one for every week of the year, girl. Well, you know what? (laughs) The thing is this, though. I actually teach them in so many techniques. So normally five to six techniques at a time. 
-hmm. Most men will come within four. And the reason why, for one, you don't want to just do one because one is just like doing what you've been doing. Right. The penis has a memory and it will start to get bored. So you do one technique and then you go into this other technique and then you go into this other one. So it's kind of like you trick the dick. Okay. Um, you trick the and dick. You trick the dick. Okay. And then also when you change up the techniques, some of them that I have are very invasive and then less invasive. So what it does, it gives your mouth a chance to relax. He's still being stimulated and he actually ejaculates much quicker because his penis has no idea what you're going to do. So it's so confused that it just ejaculates because it was not anticipating all this extra stuff because we become very predictable. Right. They know what you're going to do because you do the same thing over and over again. So it's like, okay, it's good. All right, great. All right. But when you start acting crazy and making all these sound effects and saliva is going everywhere and you moving your head, your mouth, your teeth, your tongue, girl, where, where is he going? Nowhere. He can't. Nowhere. He can't. Because what are, let's talk about the three must-haves. You say sound effects, saliva, and hand movements. And Mm -hmm. I I think people um, sometimes forget, you know, like about those three. You know, they think, oh, okay, just have your head go up and down. It's like, no, you got a whole hand. And like you said, sometimes you could give your mouth a break if your hand is doing more Mm -hmm. or, you know, you you got your saliva running all over it. Mm -hmm. and the sound effects when I saw your video, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> girl. <laughs> but yeah. it, it's it's really good because even now my bad in my past, you know, I I faked it, you know, but it's because mm-hmm. of the sound effect though. It's like, okay, I'm I'm tired. I'm ready for him to get this over with. What can I do? Right. And I realize that the more I'm making my sound effects, then it excites the man and mm-hmm. they come and it's like, okay, perfect. You know, yeah, but exactly. it's like, instead of just making those sound effects while you're being pleased, give those sound effects while you're also pleasing your partner. Exactly. So one thing about sound effects is in everything we do. So when you're eating some food and it's really good, you hum it, mm, oh my God, it's so good. Mm, mm. Um, you know, when you're having sex, the, you know, when you're wet and you hear that macaroni and cheese, right? <laughs> right? But one thing about anything else is think about soundtracks to a movie. Every great movie has a soundtrack. And why mm. is that? Why? They're acting, they're telling the story. But why is this music always in the background? Because it helps to anticipate when something scary is going to happen, when something um, great is going to happen, when something sad. So the sound effects are always around us. And so when you're giving your man like this amazing blowjob and you're so into it, he's listening to you enjoy him. They can't help but feed into his mental, um, oh, my God, like she loves it when she tastes me. She loves it when I do this. She loves it, you know, when I'm in her mouth. And so it makes him want to ejaculate quicker because now it's just not about the the feeling. It's also about the sound and the, the, the emotion that you're bringing to it. And so sound effects are very important. Now, every technique I have, it has a different sound effect. Because even wow. if your sound effects still sound the same, so if you hum a song and it has the same tempo, you're going to get bored with that as well because mm-hmm. it's kind of you anticipated. But every technique has a different sound effect as well. So I've learned how to change the whole fellatio game and making it like a perfect piece of art. You know, because there's an art of fellatio, but there's so many more aspects to it with that, like, you know, like we said, with the saliva, I make a lot of saliva. And the reason why I tell women saliva is everything, because it makes sounds as well, mm-hmm. but saliva is everything because nobody wants dry anything. Yeah. When you have sex, wetness is everything, you know? Right. Um, if it's not wet, what do they do? They add lubrication to it. Mm-hmm. So gagging is the key. The more you gag, the wetter it gets. Okay. The wetter it gets the easier you are to do more things. So, and I know a lot of women hate gagging. Oh, I don't want to throw up. You're right. So this is the number one rule of giving head. Okay. Never suck dick on a full stomach. Period. <laughs> if you are not, don't be Say it one more time. Never suck dick on a full stomach. Never. Don't go eat a steak dinner and then you give them a blowjob. Girl, some pasta with the pasta with the garlic bread and stuff, and think you about to go. (laughs) Girl, and then you chunk all that stuff up. It's gross, and now you're still hungry. Now you gotta go to McDonald's. Uh, No, 
<laughs> you give him the best blowjob on empty stomach, and then you can go have that lobster and crab leg. <laughs> you know, he wants to feed you because he's like, yes, you know. Yeah. He'll get up and make you dinner. Okay. Um, so, so that's number one. Number two, you know, I do teach a lot of techniques on how to control the dick. Whereas when you gag, you mark your hand on his penis of how much it took for you to gag, right? Mm -hmm. So say he's eight inches, it takes six inches for you to gag. Your hand is marked right there. So consciously, you know, if I go past this threshold, I'm probably going to gag and feel like I'm going to throw up. Even if you don't throw up, no one feels that feeling. So all you have to do is gag a couple of times to get that fluid to go. And after that, you can just suck. You can keep your hand right there at your threshold, or you can mentally realize if I go past this point that I'm going to feel like I'm a gag. And as you suck, you won't even gag anymore because the saliva is going to constantly keep flowing. Mm-hmm. But the key to it is to at least gag at the beginning. Well, are there, And you're going to always win. Are there other mm-hmm. ways to produce more saliva instead of having to gag? Like I've, I've well, tried putting are. a peppermint yep. in my mouth before, you know, some yeah. ice yeah. and, you know, everything yeah. like that. But are there other ways? Yes, there are, there are several different ones. So one, you can always use a lubrication. They have oral lubrication. Mm-hmm. You can put it in your mouth. It has a flavor. You can put it in and then you can use that. So, you know, and then you can actually use it right into having sex. It, it crosses from one over to the other. That's a perfect way. So now you don't have to worry about trying to produce all the saliva and he's happy, you happy, and you get a little mm-hmm. tasty mint with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can brush your teeth really, really good and stroke, and, um, you know, brush the back of your tongue. Yeah. You should always want to have fresh breath when you're giving fellatio anyway, but if you brush the back of your, your tongue and, and gag a little bit just and throw it and doing that, it'll start with the juices coming once you start giving fellatio. Mm. Number three, you can also use a really strong mouthwash, like practitioner, some scope or something like that, because it starts to stimulate the, the, the saliva in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And once you start to suck, and your, you know, your mouth is wet as well. So those are, and then you can also use um, um, coconut oil. Coconut mm. oil is really, really good. You can, um, um, it actually whitens your teeth as you're doing it too. Um, <laughs> and it, 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 so it works. It's slippery, you know, it doesn't have... Yes, you 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 didn't yeah, cause, do that. Well, yeah. because people, I know people are doing the pooling now, the coconut oil yeah, pool, right? A, yes, so, okay, absolutely, absolutely. So, <laughs> so everything is a win-win. <laughs> yeah, girl, you gonna get your fruit? You gonna get your teeth whitened? <laughs> you gonna lose some weight? Right, girl, <laughs> you're beautiful and you're happy. <laughs> I hear you. I and then you happy? He's happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah, exactly. So we talked a lot exactly. about getting, you know, the men happy and whatnot. What about the mm-hmm. woman? Are there some tips for women to get, uh, receive better oral pleasure? Yes. Well, I teach women all the time, like how to squirt. Um, you can teach a man how to make you squirt or you can prime your G spot to make it easier for you to squirt when you have sex. Yes. And squirting is an orgasm that actually feels better than when you come. And a lot of women say, okay, is there a difference of orgasm? orgasms are your body's release okay mm-hmm. but coming is when you have this orgasm where fluid comes out your vagina your body tingles and you have a thicker um, um, secretion mm-hmm. and it normally comes from your vagina but when you squirt the fluid actually comes from your urethra a lot of people feel like oh I feel like I'm urinating and that's because it's coming out of your urethra but it's not coming from your bladder that orgasm feels better than actually having uh than coming mm-hmm. um and and the reason why is because it's way more intense and it can be done multiple times back to back to back you can yes. score five ten fifteen times in a row where some women are multi orgasmic they might could do one maybe two but normally they're not going to be able to you know a lot of women are not going to be able to you know come five or six times in a row unless you're just a special three for one <laughs> um so um so yeah Squirting is everything, and, and it's the most simplest thing to do. Every woman can do, do it. Um, when that sensation of you having sex and you feel like you're about to urinate, yeah, that's all what squirting is. And a lot of women say, oh, but it's urine. No, it's the pressure on your G-spot that makes you feel like you're urinating, but it's not coming from your bladder. So the best way to, to do it, because we as women overthink everything, is to urinate before you have sex. 
Just mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, clear your bladder. Yep. Now, once you start to have sex and then all of a sudden you feel the sensation, you know your bladder is clear because women, we our biggest sex organ is our brain. Mm-hmm. And we overthink everything and it will stop us from enjoying things because we don't want to be embarrassed. No woman right. wants to have sex and urinate or have a bowel movement at the same time. You pretty much think your relationship is over. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, he never want to be with me. Right. Um, but um, so, but a lot of women don't understand their bodies, especially women like who are younger in their twenties. You're just learning who you are. You really don't know yourself. Once you get in your thirties, you kind of there, but after you're 40, you know your body and your body knows you well. And you could, I mean, you girl, how old are you? I'm 33. Okay. So you're close. But once you hit 40, everything is better. Yes. Sex is better. The whole experience is like as if God blessed the woman to just experience things that men would never. <laughs> men decline as they get older mm-hmm. and we increase. And is that you why know, women so, probably get, that's why pro, uh, women probably become cougars <laughs> because they need the absolutely. young man to keep exactly. up with them. <laughs> exactly. Because when men get older, having sex once, maybe twice a week, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And if you get 10 minutes out that one session, he think he did something. Right, you sitting right. over there horny and mad and, <laughs> and frustrated and, you know, you, mm-hmm. you about to curse everybody out, the mailman. And that's because you're not getting sexually stimulated, you know. Yeah. But, um, but as you get older, your body does start to um, release way more endorphins. So we are able to, you know, achieve way better orgasms as you get older. And then you're comfortable. And then you get so comfortable in your skin that you really don't care about things that may happen. You know, if I pooed on him, I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> Man, sir, I'm old. Right. You know, if I urinate, look, my blood a little weak. But that's okay. <laughs> Just get a wet wipe. Wipe it up. You know? <laughs> Oh, man. You know, you just get to that point where you don't care. You just want yeah. to be pleased, and you know, you just want that pleasure. So it's a it's way more freeing as you get older. Well, let's talk yeah. about uh, the G spot for a second because uh-huh. I know that a lot of women are having sex and not having orgasms. And uh-huh. I always tell people you need to explore yourself, and that's. What mm-hmm. I'm coming to too with the self love and self care and some you know it's the beginning of the year. Some people want to be celibate. Some people are abstinent. They let go of anything from 2019, knew them, whatever, and so they might be alone, might be by themselves. But that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you can't still please yourself. What are exactly. some good tips and tricks for women to um, explore their self in their own body? I would always suggest that someone should go and buy an adult toy. Mm-hmm. There's several kinds. I actually have one on my website, angelsrobinson.com, which is the old school toy. You know, these nowadays we have the newer school toys where they're waterproof. Um, you, you know, you don't need to plug them in the wall. You just charge them up and you can move them around. I got that old school plug in whole body massager. <laughs> and the reason why I kind of like those is because you plug them in, you get maximum power. You ain't got to worry about the battery ever going down. Look. You know, you can get an extension cord. You can move it around as well. You know, you, you but it is a little bit more bulkier and bigger. But, you know, I'm old school. Sometimes I just like a little something extra. But toys can, you know, desensitize you as well. So you don't want to use them all the time. Mm-hmm. But for the G-spot, it's one to three inches inside a woman's vagina. Normally upper. That means like kind of underneath her clitoris. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a little to the left, a little to the right. And the texture, the feeling of it, it feels like corduroy. So mm-hmm. if someone was to take their finger and put it inside their vagina, they will feel that corduroy textured spot is about the size of a quarter, spongy. Yep. Once you press on that, then all of a sudden you start to feel that sensation that you have to urinate. So that's how you know that you target your G-spot. Mm-hmm. A woman can self-please that with a G-spot vibrator. They have one that's straight with a little hook on the end. They're normally only about four inches, five inches at the, the most long. And that's because your G-spot is just really one to three inches inside your vagina anyway. So you don't mm-hmm. need long, you know, it's nothing long. Right. Um, some of them can be used with a dildo. It just depends on how wide your vagina is. You can get a slim dildo, so you can get an A action, which is deeper inside the vagina. So you can have a thrusting going in and out. And then you also can use the G-spot vibrator so it can stimulate your G-spot hmm. if you want to do that. Or you can do a G-spot vibrator inside your vagina on your G-spot, and then you can put a vibrator bullet or something like that on your clitoris. So you can give yourself multi different 
orgasms at the same time. It's just how creative you are and just thinking outside the box. Because most people are always hitting one target. We have several. I mean, you know, you can actually put a dildo in your rectum, one in your G-spot, and on your clitoris as well. You can do a lot. Listen, by yourself. Listen, okay. This, this is what I'm. This is what I'm trying to explain to the ladies. <laughs> Explore yourself. Yes, you you know, got two hands. You got a shower head. You have a lot of things that you can use. You got the, the vibrators got, like, and everything. Those suction cups. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can have stationary stuff. It, it's so much you can do, but it's not. And, and a lot of times people say, "Well, you know, Angel, if you do that so much, you're never gonna want a man." I mean, there are mm-hmm. some things that toys just cannot do. They can't. Right caress your breath they can't talk to you You don't feel body heat you don't feel a connection um but you also don't have to worry about not having orgasm because you don't have a man you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. they and you can use them when you even have a man you know you can bring the toys into the bedroom and explore because a lot of men won't give you an orgasm when you're having sex a lot of women never will achieve vaginal orgasms and that is normal it's That's normal. Right. A lot of women think something is wrong with them. Am I broke? Something's wrong. Am I a real woman? Yes. And the reason why is because a couple of things. One, sex doesn't last long enough to achieve what we need. Women need at least 30 minutes to even start to get there. Mm. That's why foreplay is everything. Everything. Most men, by 30 minutes, he's already done. You know, so you, you're not going to achieve it. Um, number two, a lot of men don't, the, the way their the penises are, you know, made, they might be slimmer. They may not be able to hit the G spot or the A spot. Um, they're going in there way too fast and not taking any time. So if they stroke, it's not what you need. And a lot of women are scared because they don't even know what feels good to them. They just let him just pound and p- pounce and they think nope. that's good. And men don't have a clue because they watch porn, which is not real. Right. So then mm-hmm. number three um, is also really good because if you are getting a great um, vaginal stimulation from him, you can always add something clitoral onto your, you know, a vibrate on your clit so you can have that clitoral stimulation so you can achieve the orgasm while he's penetrating you and everyone can win. Everyone can win. See, there's also yeah. like the penis ring. So it vibrates yeah. and it's on him. And uh-huh. then there's like uh-huh. a ball at the end of it that will stimulate your clitoris as his penis is inside of you so everyone is happy everyone is winning so get one of those today ladies (laughs) and those right there works really good if he's doing like a deep vaginal penetration because that means that thing has to stay on his on your clitoris the whole time so if you got a man that like goes in and out those really won't achieve that what you want so Mm -hmm. it's also about how he makes love to you for that to work because you know a lot of times people put it on there but you know women we need constant pressure on that clitoris to mm-hmm. get that so if you're not with a man that want to make love to you that ain't that's not gonna work if he just yeah. in there to get it and go out you'll be mad so you, be um, so but you can snatch it off of him and put it on your clit too now you can you know you can hold it on there to yourself <laughs> yeah or off. use or use your own fingers <laughs> as he's doing his thing whatever you know use your exactly. own fingers so exactly. Exactly. that's what it's there for um yeah and like you said because so many men think oh no I don't understand this whole beat it up culture. Like, don't beat it up, you know, make love yeah. to it, you know, yeah. be yeah. Yeah. gentle and do communicate. That's what sex is. It's yeah. a form of communication as well. Ladies, we got to speak up if we're not feeling um, something or tell them, yo, slow down or, oh, I don't like that. Or, mm-hmm. oh, let's switch positions. Like, know what you mm-hmm. like and say what you like to the man yeah, or whoever. Exactly. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with just people are really connected. The disassociation with relationships when it came to this social media comes to your cell phone, people are so in tune with what they see in other people's lives mm-hmm. that when they come together, they don't know how to express that and they don't know how to express it sexually. When you're really into someone, you tune into someone, you're, they're your best friends. When you start to make love, you kind of can feel each other's bodies and what right. each other needs. Yeah. But when you are not connected in that way, now, yeah, you just want to go in, get out. And, she, and and a lot of women are the same way. It's not just the men. Mm-hmm. Some women think just riding and pounding on top of him, and that makes him feel good because they're so used to watching porn or mm-hmm. listening to what their friends think, and they're mm-hmm. not connecting with their mate. And uh, I, I feel so bad for the newer generation, these millennials, because yeah. their connection with each other, they have no idea what they're missing. No they idea. don't know how to connect at all. They do not know how to connect. And that's I why I, 
I'm, um, I come from this whole music generation. I worked in radio for 13 years and the music has changed. It is a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, beat it up and threesomes and whatever. It's a lot. It's not like the old school music where they're making love and, you know, Mm -hmm. cruising together and sexual healing and stuff like that. (laughs) And like, I love Dead Prez's song, Mind Sex, because it literally is mental for women and men. Like, mentally stimulate each other first and then the sex would be so much better and i don't want to like be too wonky on your show hopefully i can be free what i say but i tell men all the time if you can fuck her brain she will follow you she will be instantly wet as soon as she sees you listen you have to mentally stimulate her and it's not about saying what you're going to do to her vagina it's about you know intimacy and it's about stroking her ego. It's about making her desire you. And men don't have that art. They don't know how to make a woman be, you know, to desire a woman. They just want to just have sex. Women don't even understand that the more aroused you are, the wetter your vagina will get, the more you can stretch out to a 10-inch baby. You can do the same thing to a penis. Um, It elongates. It swells up. And you can achieve an orgasm better but most men don't know how to get into a woman's head mentally when it comes to pleasure. They know how to get into to destroy her, break mm-hmm. her down, make mm-hmm. her feel less than a woman, but mm-hmm. to build her up. And a lot of this, those things aren't natural. Those things have to be taught. They have to be taught. And the reason why they need to be taught is because, like you said, the music today is filtering into their brains of this is what women want. Women just want to be treated like a, a piece of meat. And all if she got a big booty, she's everything. And women be like, want to get the biggest booty so they can be everything, you know? Right, yeah. And not realizing that. If you think about old school women now, I'm not going to lie. I would love to have a bigger booty. So I'm not going to sit yeah. there and say I'm comfortable with my skin. But yeah. back in the day when they had Aaliyah and, yeah. you know, all these, uh, those artists back in the day, they had no butts. They had no behinds. They had no makeup on. They were beautiful. And the men went crazy. And that was because people were more in tune to who the person was than just their physical bodies, you know? Now everything is about she has to look like a Coca-Cola bottle. She got to have the biggest butt, a little waist, and all that. And it takes away from the sex. It takes away from the intimacy because now you're just an object more than a being. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and it really messes up the sex. It really does. It messes it all the way up. Yeah, they've objectified us, you know, and it's like we're so much more than that. And like you said, mm-hmm. now women are mm-hmm. feeling the pressure, like, oh, my God, let me get myself done and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go under the knife. And, well, they're realizing mm-hmm. that's not working out because some of them are now trying to get everything removed and finding out that's yeah. harder than it, you know. It's, it's just a yeah. bad cycle when it's all based on our brain, like you said, if someone gets into my mind, um, you know, a hug can make me like, Ooh, I can't wait to take Uh, my clothes off for him. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of the foreplay already. Oh yeah, I love kissing. I love kissing. Kissing is so intimate. And like, you know, people don't even grind anymore. You know, like I'm old school, that old grind Mm. when you slippery and went wet before we even make love, mm-hmm. it is everything. That's what all kids used to do when we were young. We all grind and we all hump dry, dry hump. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it, it made you just get all into, you could feel his bones, you could feel your wetness, but it was no penetration. But no one takes the time to really even do that type of connection. Right. And if they did, the sex will be, I mean, as soon as he enter in, you probably will orgasm because he built it all up, exactly. you know, physically and mentally. Yeah. So it's only time to climax, like even setting the mood exactly. sometimes. I mean, you can't set it every time because, you know, mm-hmm. life gets busy, but sometimes putting on the right songs, you know, and taking your time with someone's body, you know, kissing from head mm-hmm. to toe, giving massages yeah. and everything before yeah. Yeah. even licking or sticking, you know, it's so much more yep. that goes into lighting a candle, making the room yeah. smell a certain way because when they were in, you know, we as individuals are, are creatures of habit, but so we can train our brains to do whatever, you know, just like a dog. Anybody can be trained. So, you know, say for instance, you light a candle and it smells like pineapples. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time you guys really are intimate and you got time to do that and you have that candle, that scent 
will trigger something sexually to you. When you out in the store and you smell pineapple, your pussy will get wet right. because it triggers that that scent to that lovemaking. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you need to set those things, like you said, those moods, those lights, those, um, you know, I'm not a big person that needs a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I want you to hear my macaroni and cheese. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little uh, dominant. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm I do like the lights being low because I'd, I'd rather you see my silhouette, mm-hmm. not dark. I don't like it pitch black. I want you to see me, but I do like you to see my silhouette because I think something about a woman's silhouette is so sexy because you can see that you can't see. You know, mm-hmm. today these women show everything. You can, there's nothing to the imagination. Right. And um, But I love that, you know, when the lights are dim and you can see, you know, the, the, my body form, and you can touch it, but you don't really actually have to completely see it. It just it builds up the anticipation of it as well. And then, you know, I like you to be able to see it go in and out and all that stuff as well. You know, I don't want it to be pitch black. But those little things are teasers that women have lost, yeah. um, you know, because now you're just bending over in the back of your car seat and giving it to them. And there's no love, no nothing left. Okay. You know. okay, like that's cool when you leave in a club and you want your man right that second, right. but yeah, not yeah, all yeah. the time, ladies. Come on exactly. now. There, there's a time exactly. and a place for a quickie. There's a time and a place to like really enjoy each other and experience each other and really be mm-hmm. intimate and and speak through sex. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. okay, so with blowjobs, um, one of my friends like years ago, she said she likes giving head because it's like she has control and power. Is there mm-hmm. anything, yeah, with that that relates to you? Like what even made you? That's it. That's yeah, it. That, that's her. it. And so, and so let me, so let me give you a little background history. Yeah. We have some time, right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, my first sexual experience is when I was nine. I was raped, mm-hmm. and of course, it was not consensual. Um, I was of course nine years old, and then this. Um, my I got raped twice. And both of these times was by family members. And my second time I got raped, I was 16. Wow. And so I always had this mindset that maybe I was too sexual, but I did not know how I was because I'm, I'm people who I love are taking something from me. Wow. And so once I and one thing about women who become raped, um, they become extremely promiscuous because they're trying to find their power. Right. And you know if I can fuck who I want. And I can have sex with who I want, and they can't just take it from me. So they go out here and they mm-hmm. do these things that can risk their lives, but they're not thinking clearly because they need to find some way to take control. Right. So when I actually teach my classes, I can honestly say that I do teach women how to completely take control and where you can make a man do just about anything. And that is the mindset behind my teaching. It may not be the best thing, but because I've learned that 90% of women in the world have been raped or molested. So people are connecting to what I'm feeling because we all are sharing these same emotions. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, it's, it's one thing about a man making love to you. It's one thing about him being submissive and him taking control, but it's nothing like being able to be in control of some of the sexual acts. And when you come to giving a blowjob and you're controlling the whole scene and making him you know, lose his mind and arching his body and he's, you know, mm-hmm. pushing you away and he's running. It's empowering. It makes you feel like you are, I am woman, him, you are. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I do teach. So um, for me, blowjobs are all about power. It is. It is about power. It's about pleasing him, but it's also about my empowerment. And because I see how he is reacting, it makes me wet and it makes me, um, you know, more, even more hornier. You're like I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm driving him crazy, and I love it. And I've even orgasm just giving a man a blowjob because, like, I'm so stimulated off of how he's reacting to me wow. that my t- I'm completely turned on. Wow. You know, so yeah, so I I agree with her. For me, it's the same. So it, so this whole experience and you are now teaching sex education and. Um, the blowjobs and whatnot. So this is pretty healing for you then coming from those traumatic experiences. Yeah, it's healing for me, but I think the the healing 
process also rolled over into helping other people yeah. find their power. You know, mm-hmm. it's one like me, I've been fixed. Not once I've been fixed, but I've been, I've been okay mm-hmm. a very long time ago. You know, like right. I dealt with therapy and I dealt with God and I dealt with me and I, I never blamed myself uh, once I understood, you know, what had happened. It was not my fault. Right. But there are a lot of women who are grown who are at that point. So sex doesn't, is not about pleasing. It's about just getting a man and then the sex becomes less because they're not sexual appetite. They don't have a sexual appetite because someone took something from them. They yeah. was like, I know if I want a man that I got to have sex with him, but they're, they're completely tuned out. They're nowhere in there. Mm-hmm. They have like literally left their bodies and he is just a vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I teach women that God designed the, to, to be, to have pleasure. It's okay to be pleased um, sexually and to enjoy it. It's not our, your fault that someone took it. But what happens is if you give them that much power that now you can enjoy it, they're still raping you. They're still taking something from you. And you never give someone that much power. Because at this point, you can control what's going on. Exactly, then you yeah. couldn't. You right. know, so you have to own your own femininity. This is something that God designed for us, and it's okay. Um, and then I also realized that a lot of women have gotten raped and actually was pleased in the process of them being raped. Oh, and a lot man. of people say they, they don't understand that because it's still a sex act. After 15, 20 minutes of someone doing something to you, your body starts to react that this is sex. And even though you mentally don't want to be there, your body is there and you start to feel guilty that you actually orgasmed or that this person made you feel good because it don't make sense. So it messes with them mentally. So it takes them either further away from wanting to be pleased sexually because, you know, some men are very forceful, you know, they like, Oh, they take it in and some women be guilty that they like that. You know, like, you know, those are fantasies of people um, being raped or feel like they're being raped having sex and they never, people don't understand it, but it's something about someone taking it from you that actually can stimulate you, you know? So there's so many women that have so many mental issues when it comes to sex Mm -hmm. that I come in and try to explain my story and tell them that it's okay. You don't have to tell anyone your story if you don't want to, Mm -hmm. but you need to tell your story to yourself. Yeah. And it starts uh, by talking about it, you know, and living your truth, you know, if whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah. And then it starts to help to heal you. Absolutely. That's so, so important. I, um, I did a few episodes on domestic violence a few months ago in mm-hmm. October for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I was sharing some of my story from situation uh, in my past. And then it actually opened, it actually had other women really um, open up and share their story to me as well through social media or after hearing a podcast and whatnot. And it's like, wow, you know, we are really so connected, more connected than yeah. we think, you know, a lot of us share a lot yeah. of the same experiences and the same traumas. And it's just some people grow from it a little more or grow and heal from it. Some people become a victim to it. Some people, you know, turn their life around. It's just, it affects us all in different ways. So the fact that you took your power back, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to say go girl to you for taking your power back. Yeah. And now you are, you. <laughs> you are, helping other women see that a they are not alone and b how mm-hmm. they can take their own power back and then see how they you see how you all are related to each other how you all can relate from each other's stories and now you've created this whole platform for yourself to give back mm-hmm. to these women because you took that exactly. one situation that could have broke you down and tore you down mm-hmm. instead you mm-hmm. built yourself up from it so Go girl. Yeah, absolutely. Go thank girl. you. Thank you. Thank you. Where where <laughs> yeah. are you based anyway? So that people um, I'm know, in Chicago. You're in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. Yes. Right. So yes. if I have any listeners in Chicago, how can they go to do do you have a class or you have private uh lessons or how does that work for you? So they can actually go to my website. My website is angelsrotopsolutions.com. Um, so angels has an S, solutions has an S, so angels, com. I do have classes, but they're hired classes. So you hire me, I come to wherever you are, and I go anywhere in the world. So I travel everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and I teach what I know. Um, 
Then I have like full classes where women have hands-on with dildos and booklets, and you know I teach women like how many calories in it, and you know, and a blowjob, uh, you know, how to make a man feel like he had a multi orgasm, mm-hmm. how to change the taste of, you know, semen. Like I teach so so much that is like almost overwhelming because people never realize there's so much to it, you know, than just the basics. Um, then I have a one-hour class. Um, that's normally $350, but I'm actually in the process of doing a one-hour class on Facebook and group. So if okay. any of your listeners are interested, they can email me at askauntieangel at gmail.com, and I'll be doing this every Monday and Wednesday at 8 o'clock Central Time, and it's only 100 bucks. So instead of $350, it's 100 and I'll be teaching this um, every week until I finish my 50 something techniques so people can really learn and know um as much as possible but each class is on 99 dollars um so it, it makes it easy because people can tune in from anywhere in the world and mm-hmm. be able to um do it so but i do that then i also have uh, a lot of different things on my my website like i have i'm an author i do have a book called angel secrets i have two dvds on my website um i sell jewelry um like i said um, i have a grateful toy that's coming out really soon people can't read um buy it so now you don't have to go to the store and buy a grapefruit to grapefruit your man, you gotta worry about juices, you ain't gotta worry about right. if you're allergic to grapefruit. You got this toy that you can just put and you don't have to worry about if you don't get wet because I have my own lubrication come with it called Angel Spit. You can look put that you. on there, stroke them, suck them. Yes, look, I'm taking it to a whole other level. So nobody have no excuses. You um, better. You're I, right. <laughs> I have a technique with a cucumber that I'll be teaching in my classes as well. So if you okay. don't want to give them head, I still have techniques where you can still get them off. And you even got a penis in your mouth. I get okay. no excuses when it comes to pleasure, man. Okay. None. All pleasure. All yeah. 2020 all, and beyond. All okay. Yeah. <laughs> For, For yourself your and life. your it's partner. Look, it's a gift that keeps on giving, you know, okay. and keeps on coming. Okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so again, yes. Facebook classes, ask auntie angel at gmail.com. Your website, you're, yes. you're, you were a little muffled. Is it angels erotic solutions.com? Yes, angelseroticsolutions.com. Okay. Angels yes, ma'am. Yes, Angels Angel, it has been such a pleasure, play on all the words, okay? But yes. really a pleasure <laughs> to um, speak with you today and to get so many tips. I'm pretty sure the ladies that are listening heard some great, amazing tips. You also have a lot on your YouTube where they can watch the videos and mm-hmm. see um, and get some tricks and tips from there. Your YouTube is Auntie Angel. Yes, it's Auntie Angel. And if you also go to my Gmail, I mean, I'm sorry, not my Gmail, but my Instagram, which is Lady one and that's my Twitter as well. Um, so I have a lot of stuff that's on there as well. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit Lady one on Instagram one. and on Twitter. Yes. Make sure you follow her and get some yes. tips from there. And I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a good 2020, okay? <laughs> yeah. And- I just want to say again, go girl to you for all the amazing things that you're doing and just for taking your power back and helping other women do their thing as well. So congratulations to you and you go girl. Oh, thank you so much, love. Thank you so much. Now it is time for music motivation. motivation. I'm having a private party, learning how to love me. Celebrating the woman I've become, yeah. That was, was it okay? I think I did all right. Okay, that was Indy Ire's song, Private Party, which I absolutely love because being that it is Valentine's Day right around the corner, people are single and aware of it. (laughs) And they get sad about it. And it's like, girl, just have your own private party. Don't even trip. Don't even stress. Matter of fact, here are some tips to, you know, still celebrating love when you're not get, receiving love from a partner. And so what? We might not have a Valentine every year or every day because Valentine's Day should be every day. But still, like I said earlier, just give love and then you'll receive love. Still give someone else some chocolates. Still just tell your friends and family, I love you on valentine's day right uh love on yourself do something for yourself do you want chocolate no one's getting it for you buy your own chocolate girl buy your own flowers you know write a love letter to yourself that's a good one really i i wrote i okay let me i okay i started a love journal 
a few weeks ago, very deep and very real and wrote down some things and feelings that I've had for years since childhood about love. And I get really real with myself. It's very therapeutic and wrote a love letter to myself about what I want, what I want to stop doing in my relationships, what I want to receive in my relationships, um, you know, what a healthy relationship looks like to me and all of that. So write that love letter to yourself this month for Valentine's Day. India Ari said, I'm having a private party, learning how to love me and celebrating the woman I've become. Think about the things you don't have to go through anymore because you ain't with the person who made you mad before, who probably ruined a Valentine's Day years ago. Now you have the opportunity to change it around, to make it better for you, to celebrate yourself and the love that you have for yourself. Throw on your red or pink or whatever your favorite color is and do something for you. Go get your nails done. Go get your hair done. Dress up, look cute, go out with your friends. Listen to the love songs and be in love with yourself. Don't wait on the next person. I remember way back in the day, I, okay, for a long time, I did not have a Valentine because I'm that person. If I'm not into you like that, I don't want to spend that day with you. That's just how it is. Okay. I didn't have a Valentine last year and I I survived. (laughs) I was still happy. I looked at the flowers and candy and didn't feel any type of way because I was celebrating and happy about the woman that I was evolving into. And that was what was most important for me. But I've had plenty of years where I just didn't have a Valentine and it was totally okay. There's something called Galentine's Day now where the gals, the women, your female friends, get together and you go out and you celebrate just being an incredible, accomplished, go-getter, beautiful boss women. Celebrate that Valentine's Day. Love on yourself, Valentine's Day. Love, spread love to someone else. Volunteer your time in some way to a charity or something on Valentine's Day. Don't mope around and think about what you don't have, the love you wanted and all of that. It's okay. It's just a day. But don't get so wrapped up in this day. Okay, it's a commercial holiday. So as long as you love yourself, then that's all that matters. Okay, be a giver. Be love. And enjoy. And enjoy your Valentine's Day. And you got a lot of good tips from Miss Auntie Angel on how you can spread some love to yourself. Okay, we talked about a few self-pleasure tips. So if that's what you need for Valentine's Day, girl, get yours. Get yours. All right. Explore yourself and you'll be all good. But I do want to thank Auntie Angel for coming on the show. Uh, I do want to say happy Valentine's Day. And I love you. I love you. I love you all for listening. Please rate. Please comment. Please share. All the episodes are on my website, AshleyCaprice.com. You can also listen to the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I'm on Instagram at Go Girl Podcast, or of course, my personal page at I am Ashley Caprice. It's been a fun show, a little different. I hope you appreciated it. And uh, I hope you take some of those tips. All right. Have a fun Valentine's Day weekend. And also remember your affirmation for the week I am a giver. Go, girl. <laughs>